Jacques Pepin. Jacques Pepin. I have a I have a name for you. Alessandro Luigi. Who the hell's that? He says, How are you? My name is Alessandro Luigi. Your profile on the LinkedIn was displayed among the people I may know, and you look familiar. I have been trying to figure it out, but there is no lead in my thinking. Wait, this person wrote you. Luigi uh-huh. wrote you. This this uh-huh. guy is abusing LinkedIn as a dating site. This is what he's doing. Does my name ring a bell to you? I will send my picture to you in my next email. Let's check if you could figure it out. Or alternatively, we could meet up for a cup of coffee or lunch. What do you say? I am excited waiting for your returned email. And then NB, you are indeed a beautiful woman. I am interested to figure this out, please. <laughs> Luigi. But Alessandro, Alessandro Luigi. I would like to figure this out. I would like to. And then what's NB mean? Non-business? NB. N slash B. My silence is my inability to come up with something quick. You are indeed a beautiful woman. That's what I was. I am interested to figure this out, please. I was trying to think of something, but that that was good insight into how quick I really am mentally. Not very fast. <laughs> NB means uh, nut butter. Yeah. 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 Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher. My name is Greg Russ. We'll see what kind of performance we get out of Autumn Fisher on this week's episode. Because entering the show, there's already uh, tension. There's tension. The ever-evolving dynamic between us and this podcast and where it goes and what it's going to be. Took a strange turn. The, the the pre-show that you heard talking about uh, nut, what was it? Nut butter. That was fine. Mm-hmm. That was that was a, a fun thing representative of our moods. And then stopping the recording. And before we started the recording again, now there is tension strewn about. Mm-hmm. So this week's topic, I don't know what the topic uh, will be necessarily, but... <laughs> Uh, an exploration of old friendships and what the fuck to do with them as you continue to know a person for a long time and get closer to them and how to maintain the thing and you're covering your face. Do you feel? Yeah, because yeah, because now I feel like I can't, now I feel like I can't fuck. I can't cry on another fucking episode of this stupid show. If that's now, I feel like I can, we can't do this this way because it's about God, I can't. You've got to cut this part out of me crying, okay? For real, Mark. This time you can't. <clears throat> I think you crying is fine. No. Not no. Why do you feel as though it's not? Because it's not happening. Please. It's all about me and I need to, to not be happening. The show can be all about you. No, it cannot. The topic, the content, it can be all about you. No, it was going to be about you. Well, it wasn't going to be about me. It was going to be about uh, everyone. 
both of us. Well, it was going to be more about you, and I was going to hear you and listen to you. We were going to talk about things. I didn't want it to be about me necessarily. Right now, this is a bit vague, and we're kind of just jumping around, and I think people are being left to fill in some blanks. But as we record this show on a Sunday night... You came it's in, late. You're, you're tired, you've had a long day with the kids, and yeah. you just you just want to knock the show out. You said, let's do this, I need to go to sleep. Well, uh, yeah. And I understand the day itself, I can understand how that's tiring, you were out, you were running around, doing the show late at night on a Sunday, in general, is probably not the best way to do this, and we, we should probably find a different day to record. Mm-hmm. And then I know what's been going on in your life overall, and I'm sure that you're tired. I'm sure that you're run down. But, yeah. but I felt as though you're like, come on, let's go. It's like, hey, I thought we were having some fun. We're yeah, we, we we were, and then it was it was like the show between the opening thing that we do and then the actual beginning of the show that I just wanted to like cut off a little bit so that we could start, so that we could record and get done. Because I was playing you a burp that I had recorded. I was playing it yep, backwards. That was, that was before. I was playing it in slow motion. And then and then it was, hey, let's go. Come on. Chop, chop. Let's get this out of the way. It's like, okay, hey, hello. And it was a bit dismissive. And then it made me just think about what our dynamic has been like over the past several months. I was like, all right. All right. It's, it's, I didn't say chop, chop. And it's I was your, like. <laughs> it was implied. And your hand had the motion. You, if, you had texted me and said like you're really tired and you want to go to bed then i would be like oh okay let's let's start right away then because i know you want to go to bed i wouldn't then just be like fucking around and then when i say something about it then you tell me that i'm basically selfish and it's all about me i made the comment that i reacted to your come on let's go with more depth and feeling than the situation on the surface level should have pulled out of me, called for, because it was representative of the bigger picture. And I had a one offhand comment where I said... That had meaning. It doesn't matter if it's offhand. It's rooted in something else that yes. made me feel shitty. It was, it, And it's not like you can never make me feel shitty, but it also is something like... I don't know. Do you, like you, you, it's all about, see now. So I, I feel like I'm painted into a corner where I don't get to now say my own feelings because then it's all about me. You can, I think you're misunderstanding what I meant when I said it was all about you. I feel as though quite often trying to record this podcast specifically, but also navigate our friendship that it's mostly been me thinking about and bending in ways that best fit the things that you need. And I never made that a rule or required that. No, I just felt as though in order to hold this together, that's what needed to be done. And I felt alone in doing that. I was like, okay, these are the things that need to be done. And right now I don't have her. And what you're, I feel like your misunderstanding is the content. And if you want to talk about your, what you're feeling or, you know, the past couple episodes where we listened to music or we talked about the bad night that you had, 
that in itself, that doesn't bother me. I'm happy to talk about these things. So you expressing the things, you're not painted into a quarter. You expressing the things that you're feeling is not the same as the comment I made about it being, you know, tied to you and the things that you need. I only say that because you said that. You said that it was like, well, even the last episodes have been all about how you feel. <laughs> it's like, what? I thought that we no. were together in that. No, you misunderstood. I didn't mean the content itself. I meant surrounding the show, recording the show. Two episodes ago, I liked the episode two episodes. It was better than whatever we were going to talk about, which is probably was, it was credit cards or some stupid thing. So it turned out to be a better thing. But it was you went out drinking and weren't in the right mind space for that and said, okay, let's just do this. But it was shaped around you. I could have done it. I didn't ask you to, to do that. I, fine. <laughs> but So then, again, I'm not asking for that. And then, and then last week's show was a thing that was sprung on me. I was like, hey, what's it going to be about? Like, Wait until we start recording and then I'll tell you. And then I had to react. On, and I was happy. To, there's no comparison. See, if anyone's painted into a corner, I feel like it's me that's been painted into a corner. Where if I, I, I talk about these things, that it, it sounds like it's coming off as accusing you of being wholly selfish with the content and me not wanting to talk about it. And, oh, God forbid, we only talk about you. And not, I don't care about that stuff. I was happy to talk to you last week and the prior week. I feel like... It's being misinterpreted and you're feeling sensitive about it. And that's not an insult because I feel sensitive about every fucking thing in life. I mean, I feel sensitive about it because you said that, oh, it's all about you. Well, we can talk around this in circles. I don't know how interesting it is for people <clears throat> listening. I think this can tie to a, a bigger picture of navigating relationships you know friendships specifically with people you've known for a very long time and some of this was going to be a topic that we were going to talk about anyway because you wanted to bring up you suggested that we bring up and talk through a bit what happened on the von hessler doctrine podcast i don't know what day it was wednesday mm -hmm. when eric flipped his shit at me because i told him he interrupted people and I, I, I don't want to get too detail-oriented because some people may not have listened to the episode and they don't know what the hell we're talking about. Also, I like to think some people just listen to this show and they don't actually listen to the Von Hessler Doctrine at all. They are fans of us, though I know mm -hmm. that probably 98%. Maybe they switched. They, they started out with the Von Hessler Doctrine and now they don't listen to that anymore. They said, I love one topic until this episode. And they said, God, shut up. Yeah, just that's how I feel. Just shut up. That's why I want you to edit out that crying. Because I can't, I cannot be another, I cannot be crying on another goddamn episode of the show. Well, leave a little bit of the crying in just because you referenced it. <laughs> so if it's completely gone, then people don't know what you're talking about. Then I have to make an All edit right. here too. And I'm, it's late and I'm lazy. This is a this is a request that I have. I don't want to edit that much. Okay. So the crying's going to stay in for a bit. Okay. Just trim it down a bit. 
You don't have to worry about crying on the show. If yeah, anyone I can't. if everyone if anyone make, wants to make you feel like shit for crying, fuck them. No, it's not that. I just don't want that to be the content of the show. I I think we should do a whole episode where you sit there and weep. Yeah. And we find I don't I want this show to not be like so emotionally exhaustive. <laughs> it is what it is right now. I know what I I'm trying to have my own shit together <laughs> and I don't want this to be that. Okay. Well, the show doesn't need to be, if you don't want it to be that it doesn't need to be, but if you are worried that it's not good content, I'm saying for myself is like what we talk about where like, this is our art almost, you know, it's like, Oh no, I don't want to just paint landscapes. Well, this isn't a fucking landscape. I'll tell you that right no, now. I, you know what I'm saying, though. Like, I don't want it. It's just what I don't want. It's not about, like, judgment. It's, like, what I would want to hear. I don't want to hear, again, this person crying. Some of those old episodes, like Socks and Pizza, those are those boring paintings of Mary with tears in her eyes, her big bulging eyes, and baby Jesus in her eyes. That's that kind of painting. Right now. Where did you go? Would you turn off? I just off? don't want to look at my face anymore. You turned off your video feed. Well, this is uh, some abstract shit. This is very complex. People look at this, and there's a shape to it. It's like Starry Night, so it's not completely abstract. It's like, oh, wow, there's a lot going on there. You're also muted. This is very strange. Now I've just been left alone. No, I'm here. <laughs> you muted your mic. You're hiding. In essence, you're yeah, hiding. hiding. On a, on an audio medium. All right, let's let's take a moment. I'm sorry that you are feeling so strong. It's not that. Listen, sometimes it's if when I'm tired, I call it my werewolf, and I just got to go to bed because I've turned into the werewolf now. And in the morning, I'll be fine. It's just. Now it's too late. Tell me more about this. It started when I was pregnant. <clears throat> I just realized I would just be like upset, you know, at night. And Travis and I would realize like, you know, I think I'm just tired. <laughs> and like a baby who cries because they're tired, you know, and so... I call it like, oh, the werewolf. I got to go to bed before this werewolf comes out completely, which is what I would have done, you know, at like 930. Like, yeah, I got to go to bed because I am tired. But instead, that's fine. Let's do the show. And instead of like distracting me from the werewolf, we like open the door for the werewolf. Maybe we the show this. the show is going to be called The Werewolf. Yeah, the werewolf is out. This will be called Autumn's Werewolf. That'll be three in a row. <laughs> see, because I that don't, don't mean. that I don't care about this. See, yes, you do, or else you wouldn't have said it. You're conflating the two. the The content of the show being about you is not a. I I enjoy it, and I think there has been some interesting episodes. Okay. You're conflating the things. The restrictions. It's like I need this. We're going to do it this way. It's got to be my way. This way. I'm not going to be here for this. I'm not around for this. Do this yourself. You want to hold this together? Hey, Autumn, I need this. Hey, deal with it. Uh -uh. No, no. Mm. Don't paint me like that. But that's what I say. Like, oh, just deal with it. Okay, you've never what actually said about? that. You've never actually said that. Yeah, what are you referring to? Uh, nothing specific. There's just been instances. It's fine. 
<laughs> you really want to dig into no, it's this. It's not fine. It's I, not because it's something because for you to bring it up in that way and then for you to have all of these actual like examples, it seems like it's not something that's just fine. It's maybe not it's fine. Maybe it's something that we don't need to necessarily get into. The, the things we've All right, well then you shouldn't have said it. We've things we've talked through. I feel as though this werewolf feeds on your tears and is taking control of your brain and wants to feed your brain information. That yeah, it wants to keep me upset. To pretty yes, this is what's going on. So no need to dig into specifics with things. Somebody put me to bed <laughs> for good. No, that's to sleep. Yeah, put you to sleep like a stray cat. <laughs> yes. Is that what you want? This werewolf? Maybe this werewolf is you know trying to tell you something. What's it trying to tell? I don't you? know. Go it's not. Bed? It's not my pet. It's trying to say go to bed. You're tired. I don't think You're this over tired. I don't think that this thing is my pet. I think the the werewolf is yours, and when you go to sleep, you don't listen to it. So it comes back and says, "Hey, listen to me. I'm trying to tell you something. You gave me a cutesy name, and you probably sketched doodles of me on pieces of paper somewhere." I don't think it's that deep. I think it really is like, you know. The kids take a lot, you know, and I mean, when I was pregnant, I thought it was just, you know, hormonal, but then it has carried over. And I think it really just has to do with being just tired. You know, I was out in the sun for a huge part of the day and it was hot and I was wearing jeans. I was wearing blue jeans and a blue shirt. I was wearing all blue, like a real weirdo. Anyway, I was in the sun, lots of waiting around. The sun, ugh, hot. Wait, was it and denim then, on denim? No, it wasn't denim shirt. So it was a, a blue, blue shirt, shirt with denim. It's fine. Yeah, it was still like all the same color. If you're wearing denim on denim, then you're like Jay Leno. Just a, just yeah. a blue collar working comedian. Hosting the Tonight what? Show, getting millions of dollars. That's the way he viewed himself. <laughs> yeah. He's just a blue collar working man. It is cool that he likes cars so much and then just like does that like crazy like he builds his own, he has like a, you know, one of those, he had a 3D printer before people had 3D printers and like they would have some old ass car where you can't get the parts. And so they'd have to like 3D print the part. I thought that was interesting. Like, man, that's, that must be pretty cool. <laughs> well, it's like the signals at the, in the New York city subway system. <laughs> They're so old, these signals that the replacement parts don't exist. So when they mm -hmm. break. They're just sent to a shop in Cody Island and some guy rebuilds them. He and his team rebuild these things or hand build other parts. I don't know if they're 3D printing, but it's, it could come down to that. Totally different thing, though. Jay Leno in a project car or a system that a city relies on to carry people, millions of people around <laughs> when things are normal. So, go, oh, yeah, sorry, we don't have the things that keep it running, but we'll build some for you. Unbelievable. But anyway, that's an aside. <laughs> yeah, I just don't think that my werewolf is that deep. I think I'm just tired. Okay. Oh, yeah. So I was in the sun, and then I had to come home, <clears throat> and then we had had some kids over Friday night, and I hadn't cleaned up from that. And so, you know, I had to clean the shit out of my house, and then I had to do a ton of laundry, and then I had to make dinner, and then the kids needed baths, and, you know... The like, I really felt like a waitress at one point, you know, like when you're busy with tables and you're like a table at needs this and you have to do that. You're like juggling tables. I felt like that with the kids because like 
I was in the middle of something with Ellie. I had the dishwasher open that I was emptying. Uh, the trash was full. I have like plans like of other things I need to take care of. And then Pete has pooped and I have to wipe his butt. And so he's like calling me and I'm like, okay. And then I'm answering a text. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, so, you know, <clears throat> put the kids to bed and ready to go to bed now. Yeah. And and I, I try to be aware of everything yeah. that's going on. I obviously don't have and if that you much. Had, if you had things and, and you told me, except for that one time, and I really did not, I did not take the time that it, that I needed to like respect your schedule. The and time, I really the time felt I, bad about that. I kicked you off the show and Tim Andrews joined. And that's fine. And I'm glad. Like, that's fine. I, I feel bad about that. Don't, that was not cool. Okay. No, it's all right. I No, I understood. I was like, man, that's, that was really shitty. I really disrespected like his schedule. And when he told me that outside of that, I'm trying to, I'm not trying to make it about me or around my schedule. It seems like you offer it and say like, yep, Sunday. And I'm like, yeah, Sunday. <laughs> Great. All right. We'll change the day. Look, we have a long storied history at this point. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's already on that path a bit, but really threw it into overdrive and comments like that, that come out don't also necessarily have to do with the podcast only. It can branch out yeah. the tentacles and you know. I was getting a divorce and I needed, Hey, that's, that's a, I, stop. I, I don't care. I don't even want to talk about any of this. Yeah. Well, that's what you're referring to. I'm not referring too. to anything. All I'm trying to say is sometimes comments, offhand comments are going to be made. And then it wasn't even that bad of a comment. And then I apologized for it. And I explained where it came from, and I don't have a feel a need you to talk about it. And then when the explanation of where it came from hurt me even more. Well, you forced the explanation. I want to know where this came from. Maybe that's werewolf. Yeah, I don't know. That's the wolf who wants those salty tears. Look, a lot of this is my own shit, and I've navigated it. And I continue to navigate Again, it. Again, it's another an ongoing. Point that you, made was you navigated it alone. It's an on well, a lot of it had to be navigated alone, but I think that right. there were times. But again, another thing at me saying like, and this, you weren't there for that. You okay? You're taking a lot of this. That's those are the things that you said. They were not said with such weight or disdain or any such venom. Okay. I feel as though you're taking a cotton ball and gluing fangs to it. And then driving the cotton balls with the glued fangs on it into your arm and saying, look what you did. Look what with you the did. Fa- the, because you described the fangs and then described it biting my arm. I, you, you're taking this. <laughs> it's exhausting. I'm sorry if I'm taking it. I'm so, listen, I'm sorry if I'm taking it. You're harboring whatever feelings you're carrying around with you. And obviously... Well, because I feel guilty for being selfish for so long. Okay. I'm not holding that against you. If I did... But in times like that, it does feel like, oh, he is holding it against me. Sometimes you just get tired. I like driving a you? car. I like driving a car. But then sometimes I sit in traffic and I say, fuck this. But I still enjoy driving the car. If traffic bothered me that much, I wouldn't drive the car. Same done. So <laughs> it's the same thing. Yeah. You're taking this to an extreme. Whatever like you're being married. What this? Yeah, this is like fights that 
married people have. Well, this is the, look. This is a thing that you consider this a fight. This yeah. is, if this is this a fight, this is a normal conversation that people and what I wanted to talk about. And, you know, when you have friendships with people, you've known people a long time. And the thing with Eric that happened on the podcast the other day where I said something, and he completely ignored it and continued on. Whatever the fuck I was talking about, something like a credit report, I didn't give a shit. It wasn't that yeah, important. Yeah. But I reacted because it was just another instance of the same thing happening. And it was representative, similar to my comment here. It was reactionary because it was representative of something bigger, though it's something that, you know, I haven't had any discussions with Eric. I don't ever talk to Eric about anything at this point. And that bothered me. I think overall, the fact it's almost impossible to get him to have a conversation with you, leading the only small conversations you have to happen on the air. And then when on the air, they're not happening because he's ignoring you. It's like, hey, fuck this. We thought we were friends. We were good friends. But to me, you know, it's similar to childhood friends. Oh, I'm friends with that person. Why? Because we were five years old together and we knew each other until we graduated high school and moved out of our parents' houses. That's a valid reason for a friendship. But mm-hmm. once you move out of the house, chances are you're going to drift apart. Maybe every once in a while you check in and you say, hey, how's it going? Yeah, there's a bond there, but there's nothing active. And the friendship that I forged with Eric and around the same time you and I became friends, it was very active. And, you know, there was a connection on a deeper level because you're older at that point you're not just playing in a sandbox getting hoof and mouth disease (laughs) or sand mites Mm -hmm. so so that will carry you and that can carry you for a bit planters warts (laughs) and the fact that we're still doing the show i think presents as an illusion it's like the friendship itself is like i don't is it a real friendship it's a friendship is it an active one no it's dormant and to me, it doesn't hold as much value or meaning when there's no effort put into it. So I think that I think that your definition of, you know, what a friendship is has changed. And I think for a long time it jived with Eric's because you were in that place where you <clears throat> didn't, you know, express actual needs. And he was like, great, because I don't really uh uh, tune into other people's needs. So which is perfect. which is fine if you're around each other or you have conversations. You don't need to. There still just needs to be some kind of effort put into it. Where I'm having conversations, we're talking about things, anything, mm-hmm. uh, common interests, whatever the fuck it is. I don't know, but that doesn't happen. It's impossible to happen. And so when discussions, when, see now you need things. Yeah, well, when things pop up and things go awry a bit or tempers flare or things are stirred having a conversation about it to me is not a fight like the fact you think this is a fight or whatever has been going on is a fight it's like i don't know it's just a normal thing really yeah i think every once in a while people having real conversations because feelings are hurt is a normal thing and if you're not having those you're avoiding them and then what the fuck do you have yeah well that was me and it, you're still uncomfortable with it. And the fact that this is yeah. a, a fight is a fight. Like a fight. I hate fighting. I've been in fights. Fights are shit. They're not constructive. This feels like a fight. 
No, a, a, a fight to me is not constructive. A fight yeah. devolves into, okay, you said something, I'm pissed, I'm going to say something back to you. You're not getting anything done. Oh. This is strange that this is a fight to you. <laughs> this, you know, conflict exists. <clears throat> you try I'm not used to, I'm not, I don't participate, like it doesn't, the conflict, yeah, between two people, like us, I I don't associate that with just. I mean, I think that it is. It, it I think it is constructive. You know, we always walk away. I feel like with progress, but yeah, for me and my from 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 where I stand or from where I grew up, that's this was a fight because my parents didn't do that. They both like nope, nothing. <laughs> How does that work out in the end? What do you mean for them? Well, just in general. It doesn't have to be specifically about them, but two people who spend that much time together but don't actually express anything that's on their minds out of fear of mm. whatever uncomfortable Little feelings. come up, but it's like quickly like... It's like quickly sort of squashed. It doesn't get you anywhere you want to go. Mm-mm. It doesn't. When it gets somewhere difficult, it takes worth, work to get there. It's just uncomfortable, though, you know? Most things are uncomfortable. Life <laughs> well, is, life, I, I know it's a throwaway statement, life is uncomfortable, the, but... It, listen, the elements are uncomfortable and have been avoided for a long, long time, so, you know? Things, again, you know, they're messy because even me making that comment about it being about you and on your schedule and your terms. I also am fully capable of thinking about you and what's going on in your life and where you are right now and the things you've been going through. And I can factor that in. And I do factor that in. And that's why you're like, oh, I'm just the most selfish person in the world. It's like, okay, enjoy the fucking pity party. With the, no, I, I didn't say that. Well, <laughs> you, said, well you said that I'm so <laughs> selfish. This is you made the comment on the recording. I'm so selfish. Because because then it because then it felt like anything that I was talking about because it was my feelings or whatever, then it felt even more like I'm still talking about myself in a fight, quote unquote, <laughs> about it, things being about me. You know what I mean? So if, if, if when we talked about like being painted into a corner, that's how I felt. Like I wasn't I wasn't put into a position where like now I can talk about how I feel in a fight where I'm being, I feel criticized for it being about me. It's very black and white thinking. And I'm not saying that people wouldn't use it against you. Some people probably mm-hmm. would. And then you bring that up and you're like, see, you're illustrating yeah, my point. Exactly. I can make that comment, but also draw the distinction. She's not doing it on purpose. You are a selfish person. <laughs> you can be. You get caught up in your head. You're trying to navigate things. It's not coming from a place of malice. And that's a big difference. I am a self-centered person. I am an only child. Sure, I'm a self-centered person. I'm not an only child. I mean, you can use that as part of the reasoning if you like. And I know that there is something to be said about children who are only. But, you know, my me being neurotic, quite often things become centered around me. But I'm not doing it that it's a strange backwards thing because i'm trying to think of other people 
and mm-hmm. how my but it's because presence, you want to be considered the same way you think of others yeah my presence how it could influence them or impact them or change and then you know just thinking about yourself at that point yeah so just because you're a selfish person which don't take that to mean you know you're a totally selfish person you don't it's not even what's being said. I made a, a joke just before. It's like, you are a selfish person. Mm-hmm. You are. But it's not your identifying trait. But if you did, if you did come to me and say, like, that you had other, that you needed some other scheduling something or needed something, something, I don't know. I would want, I would want to do that. It's not like, well, I, I no, <laughs> you know. It's not about me, so I don't care. I hear you, and I know you would do that. Okay. I just feel like maybe you, maybe it's both. I'm sure it's both. You know, I maybe I am, you know, I am in my head about a lot, of, not in my head like I'm lost, but just like, you know, doing, thinking, figuring out. And also you are sort of taking that into consideration and not <clears throat> bothering that when, I'm not asking to not be bothered, you know, so. I'll tell you right now, I have zero intent of holding things against you as we move forward in a friendship. I'm not, if I, if I wanted to make you feel bad forever or even for any extended period of time or even another week, like if that was my sole intent, I wouldn't want to be your friend. I wouldn't be your friend. I have no interest in punishing you. So I don't think that. Okay, but what I'm saying is as we navigate through everything we've been through and our long history, there are going to be instances where comments are made or things come up and feelings clash. Yeah. And that's okay. And it's not meant to be, yeah, I'm sticking it to you. And this is here to make you feel bad. And if that was the case and that was if that's what I wanted to do and I didn't make the distinction or the decision to say I don't I wouldn't be your friend and I wanted to be a person who tried to be your friend just so I could make you feel like shit then it's up to you to make get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Well, that's not happening. No. I don't think that's happening. Okay, I just want to make sure that you know that. Yeah, I know. I don't think you would do that. Okay, then things like this should be okay. Okay. <laughs> But also the werewolf. But you, you see. And it made me embarrassed. Like it made me think like, you know, you know that feeling, this is not the same, <clears throat> but you know the feeling that people have when their um, partner has been cheating on them and everyone knew except for them, you know, and so they feel like foolish, you know, like they've been walking around thinking everything's fine and then all of a sudden like it's it hasn't been fine and so they feel like an idiot, you know. And that's a little bit of how I feel, you know, where it's like you are, you've been selfish or all these little like these little moments, you know, that you sort of bookmarked, you know, felt like. And you're starting to look into that. I I misunderstood what you meant. But when you talked about like the episodes and I thought like, oh, I thought we were cool about that, you know, and so it's, it's that got jumbled in with everything. And so. Yeah, it made me feel. Like embarrassed and stupid and bad, but also mad. Like, why would you say that to me? Because <laughs> I don't feel like I'm selfish or I don't mean to be or. 
It seems yeah. like you took it and you turned it into something that fit into what you were feeling, which people do. There's nothing wrong. With I wasn't that. feeling anything. Well, overall, tired. overall, it seems as though you're battling or you're trying to figure this out or you're realizing things about yourself at this point. Yeah. And whatever embarrassment or shame you're feeling uh, because you didn't know and you were walking around clueless. Yeah. Fine. You are working on it now and you're trying to understand it now. And, you know, I think last week's episode, I know that was hard for you. And you felt as though that was a real low point. And I know there was embarrassment and shame around that. But, you know, talking about it, everyone's been there. Everyone's been in a spot like that. I'm and in way better, have a way better perspective of that now. Just in that moment, that's how I felt. And it's okay know? to have been there is the point I'm making. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can say, how the fuck did I get here? But it's fine that you were there. Yeah. We've all had moments like that. And, you know, I... Some people get it others than more than others. I feel like some people want to pretend that they've never been in a spot like that or, you know, I don't know. But or they might hear it and think like, yeah, we've all done it. Like, isn't that funny? Like, what a funny thing, you know, and, and maybe and in another headspace, I would have thought that was funny. At some point, but you I may did not feel like it was funny. <laughs> at some point, you may think <laughs> or it's even funny. now, I don't think it's that funny. It seems like really pathetic. No, but there were people there was reaction. People were, you know caring towards you yes i don't want caring. i don't want to say fully worried maybe some people were worried but overall yeah. yeah how are you doing with that better but i have the kids right now so like last week i was sort of you know like depressurizing i feel like from everything from everything you know from me and travis from me and you and then this like little thing that didn't doesn't need to be this big, but felt bigger because it really was probably like, you know, oh, now you now now you're alone, <laughs> you know, and, um, you know, the kids are a good distraction. I think that they came at the right time. Like it was I was glad that I had the week off to, yeah, like I said, de depressurize or something. And then I think it'll just be like. Okay, and then next week, what what will that be like? You know, when you're alone again, and how I deal with that, and it's is a good opportunity for you to work through the discomfort of you being alone. Oppose yeah. this question: Are you more alone sitting at home? And I know you went out and hung out with friends last week too, when you didn't have the kids. But the night that you didn't, if you're sitting there and alone, are you more alone that night or the night you're at this party getting drunk, not knowing why you're there? kind of lost in yourself and your mm. motivations, which is more alone, really. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. But? <laughs> yeah, I, I felt, uh, I don't know, I think it was, even though I wish I hadn't done it, like, it was kind of good, you know? Like, I need to, maybe I'm like a, I'm, I'm a baby at being single. And so now I'm doing the dumb things that, like, dumb girls do, you know? Possibly. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm making those like kid mistakes now. Um, so I, I, I don't feel it's hard for me to be alone, you know? And like, I think I texted you. I'm like, I'm just killing time until it's time for bed. <laughs> like, this is what most people watching. do. Yeah. You realize this that's, is, sucks. 
Yeah, life for the most part is boring. You're just passing time. You're just passing the time. I don't want to just do that. That's why you have to find things that are meaningful to you and fulfilling to you. Yeah. You're still just passing the time, but then you're getting more out of it. Yeah. Than so I don't at, know. I don't know what I. Phone. I mean, I, I, I've been drawing and you know, whatever. But yeah, I, I need something else too. You know, because yeah, I feel like next week I'm gonna just like, <sighs> just keep scrolling on Netflix or Hulu, I'm just like looking and looking, thinking like, oh yeah, you know, Pretty in Pink. I could watch that. I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even if you just watch things you haven't watched before. If, if I you, did. I watched Parasite. What'd you think? I thought it was going to be better than it was. I Damn. liked it. I, thought, I know. It was so, It was such a thing. I thought it was going to be better. I, I thought it was interesting, but I kind of like, it was, it wasn't like predictable, but I, I, I don't know. I wasn't like shocked about what happened. I was like, oh, okay. that Yeah, that's happening now. Got it. Get it. I get it. It required you to read. That's why you didn't like it. Oh, you're probably how often are we looking away from the screen? I don't mind subtitle. I keep subtitles on my TV in English. Sure, but how often so, are you looking away, looking at your phone, missing lines? Oh, I did that like twice. I was like, whoa, <laughs> go back. You know, because now I check my phone, and I don't get any texts. So sad. I know it's just the it's just the norm. I'm just not used to like normal, you know, like what you said, where it's like, yeah, that's what people do. <laughs> it's just okay. finding ways within that. So it's or like this isn't a fight. You're like, it's not. This is normal. Okay, it's weird. I think talking through things, real common feelings that people have, conflict. Yeah. It makes me feel like I want to cut that out of my life. Like, I don't want to have that feeling. You can't avoid conflict. There's internal conflict all the time. Do you not have conflict with yourself? Yeah, but that's different. It's not. It's no different. It feels different. Because, like, when when I'm feeling this way with you, it's like, it's, it's, it's not just that this is happening. It's also, like, I'm having this with you, who I don't want to have this with. I don't want to be having this type of thing with. I want, and I, and I don't like that it's happening at all. And then I'm mad at you for making me feel that way. Well, it's a any relationship that is more than kiddie pool deep is going to, and, and worthwhile, is going to have conflict. Because by nature, if you, no matter what the, the relationship is, romantic friendship, if it's something that's meaningful and you're thinking about the other person because you care about the other person, you do think about them and their being and their feelings, but inherently we're selfish creatures because we're just stuck in our own heads. So your needs and your feelings are always there and always with you. And the two things are going to butt up against each other. I would argue that conflict comes up more often in relationships that are more authentic and real and open than ones that aren't because of that just inherent built-in conflict if you're trying to think of another person and balance it with your own need the the thing there's a lot at play and it's impossible to avoid it and that's why to me it's not a fight like this is actually very normal 
you know, conflict in itself doesn't need to be bad. It's what people do when conflict arises. If you become completely selfish at that point or completely selfless at that point, neither is mm. good. Right. Yeah. And if you're just out to hurt someone or make someone cry or whatever it is, if you're trying to drive home some point that serves no real purpose other than to say, I won or I got yeah. the best I've, of you. I've never been like that. Even within the conflict that I have had, it's never been about, well, it, it never purposefully to be about winning. Some I people think, do that. Yeah. You yeah. didn't do that. That's fine. Yeah. But it's still, you're still avoiding it. Yeah. For well, I'm like, reason. yeah, I'm mad that it's happening. And what's the fear? The fear I is. I shouldn't have to have, I shouldn't be feeling this with this person. What's this, the, sh this person shouldn't make me feel like that. Uh, what is it? It's like, you don't like the negative feelings that come with it. They make you feel bad. You don't like that. I don't know if there's yeah. a fear on your end. I think for a long time there was a fear. It's like, ah, if I put a person in a position where they feel that way, they're going to leave. Why would they want to be around for this? It's like zero trust in the other person to also. You know, I th I think. No, I'm I'm a selfish person, so like I'm like you. How dare you make me feel my feelings? <laughs> yeah, I. It's I, not about you leaving. It's about honestly. I think a difficult thing with you is knowing that. To go, she doesn't know what to do with these uncomfortable feelings. So if if I put her in a position where these are stirred, maybe she would leave. Like I don't want anything to do with this, and you disappear. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's... That's valid. The things you say you want, though, you're gonna, you know, to actually get there and to get I know. anything meaningful and fulfilling, you have to face these I things. I know, that's the work. And you you're know, doing the work. It's fine. It continues. Yeah. I'm just not, you know... We're all doing the work. What I realized after last week's show, when you put me on the spot, you didn't tell me what we were going to talk about, and you just sprung it on me. Okay. What did that make you feel? That wasn't meant to make you feel bad. Because it wasn't about, it wasn't about me and Alex. It was about my reaction to everything and how ridiculous it was and what a low, stupid thing. Like it wasn't about. Sure. Yeah. But I think you, even me saying that you took that when somewhere with it. I don't know. Not That's where I went with it just now. But it was, it was sprung on me. And what was interesting to me was despite our dating history, you know, cause I think some people and I, if, if it was someone and we didn't know each other for so long and I found out that one of my exes, like I say, I met the person on a dating app and we dated and then broke up and that person was dating someone else. I'm not above being like, yeah, <laughs> that ended <laughs> laughing at it, feeling good about it. Um, but you know, that didn't enter at all when you told me yeah and again i'm not so surprised because one i wouldn't want that feeling but i think human nature some of that seeps in and it didn't like i really just thought about you as my friend and caring about you and it's like i don't like you being in the position that you're in i'm sorry that you're there and i know that you're dealing with a lot and Really, I don't know. I felt very. Did you feel like proud? Proud of, of you? No, of yourself. No, I didn't. It wasn't like this point of pride. It was just surprised, I guess, because mm -hmm. of the complex feelings that 
can come along with you know a breakup. I think you should feel a little proud to be like, oh, cool. Like I'm doing, I don't know when there, there are times when, you know, you think you'll know how to act or you, you, you would hope that you would react a certain way or think a certain way about a certain thing. And then when it actually happens and you do, you're like, oh, cool. Like, I'm glad. Like I, the thing I thought that I want to feel is real. Yeah. I just use it as a compass. Like, all right, Mm -hmm. this is how I feel. This is the direction I'm going. And, you know, I guess I'm happy that it, it played out that way and not in another petty type of way. Yeah. So, you know, with that being said, when I make offhand comments about things, because you still can be annoying or even when you're not being annoying and it's not fair that your comment or your request annoyed me because it's rooted in something deeper, whatever, just remember that. And then like, okay, that's fine. It's not a big deal. <clears throat> Yeah. Maybe I'm still just a little, you know, raw. And then whenever you decide then you've worked through things and there's another relationship, then you have to apply that. And that's the hardest part. (laughs) (laughs) Then then you have to put trust into it. Like, okay, now I'm implementing these things into a relationship. Yeah, no. So I know that that's kind of where you are. And I don't, know how you know you can do it you just have to do it and it's uncomfortable quite often yeah and there's a fear it's like how why would anyone want to be around for any of this why would anyone want to stick around for who i really am and maybe some people wouldn't look that's what you put on the table maybe they wouldn't but what are you going to do not be yourself yeah put on a show a little act yeah that wears you thin and wears you down and keeps you from being comfortable and fulfilled you just have to take the risks you have to take the big giant risks it's just hard to do it in real time and really put your self on the line yeah well you should feel proud and then it can get in your head and you can overthink. like (laughs) man i'm exposed right now what the fuck am i doing and you can become insecure as long yeah. as you work through those things, though. Feeling those things, is, it's fine. There's this idea, it's like, you need to be confident in all times. No. But if you're insecure, make the other person feel like shit. Because. Right, to offset how you're feeling. <laughs> yeah, then you're an asshole. Yeah. The joys of real interpersonal dynamics. It's I know, not- there's someone listening who's like, they think too much about things, who cares? And possibly. Yeah. And I, I don't argue that that's the case. Some people maybe don't think as much and have very happy relationships those, because they're not overthinking. The but I'm not that right. kind of person. I'm a person who overthinks, so I can't just turn it off. So I have to learn to live with it. Well, and also I feel like those are the type of people that were like, anytime if you go see a movie or something and then you you talk about it and you have all of these things like when this happened like i didn't understand why they did that like why would the character do that or you know wouldn't they have just done that and someone's like i don't know i just watched the movie shut up dude no these things don't you pay attention like what's the point of just like watching moving images no like you think about what happened in the movie (laughs) i don't understand people like i don't know i just like it well that's why that's why blockbusters and the biggest films aren't the ones that are the most thought-provoking right too much thinking that's why more jay explosions that's why jay leno was the more popular of 
Yeah. The late night hosts. Nyuck, 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 nyuck. <laughs> just just the, with the nyuck, nyucks. People, look. Make with the nyuck, nyucks. America loved him. His ratings, he, he won consistently. And the argument was he was boring. And he was. He was relatively boring. I mean, I, I don't want to say he wasn't talented. But he just became you know, a guy who found, you know, what did they say? He was like the fast food of comedy. Oh. He knew how to churn it out. He turned it into a factory, a joke factory. And the country as a whole ate it up. Likeable. The coastal elites, those assholes in New York, they did. Buttery, like, butter, garlic noodles. Like, nothing spicy. <laughs> Still delicious. A little, you know, not, not too salty. Nothing like... Not a whole lot of seasoning to overpower anything. Just like buttery noodles. Then who was who was wrong? Who was wrong? Like people want to say Leno was wrong. Uh, no, I mean, depending on the angle you look at it from, mm-hmm. if the job is to get ratings and appeal to most of the country, he did it better than anyone else. Yeah. Even if his comedic tastes were bland. I miss, I wish that all of those late night talk shows like maybe they should have only done it for like three years because those early days of Conan were so weird and amazing. And I've heard that like Letterman was the same way. Like his show in the beginning was super weird. They did weird things. Even um, what's his name that you don't like? Jimmy Fallon was really funny in the beginning. No, that guy was never, yeah. that guy never made me laugh, but he was, they a, had funny bits. He was a disgrace to 1230. And then the guy who's there now, Myers, is even more of a disgrace at 1230. Oh, yeah. Boring. Because, and I know that late nights changed and people don't watch it the same way they did. and they, So it doesn't mean the same. But 1230, yeah. as you said, Letterman and then Conan, who was inspired highly by Letterman. Yes, that was the time to be weird and to be edgy yeah. and to do things and that wouldn't. it just got boring. Well, to do things that wouldn't fly at, uh, you know, you also get older. I mean, as, as Letterman continued to do the show, CBS, one, he was bitter that he didn't get The Tonight Show, and that weighed heavily on him. But as you get older, you can't continue to be the guy who's throwing yourself against the wall in a Velcro suit. You have to evolve. Yeah. <laughs> and so he evolved a bit. And, you know, when I was watching Conan, I didn't think Letterman was that great. I can appreciate mm-hmm. what he did now more uh, as I was older, um, as I'm a little older. But by the time we were seeing Letterman, I feel like he wasn't as interesting. Yeah, I mean, if you read about the guy, he was really interesting. He was full of self-doubt and hated himself. But, you know, you want to talk about overthinking and... Yeah, that sometimes can, that can make the best art. So, I mean, 1230th Conan, right? The perfect age for that. Me. 93 came on 94 I, mean, so I, was, I remember my friend anna would say like oh i'm gonna stay up and watch conan and i didn't understand what she meant i thought she was talking about like arnold schwarzenegger like conan conan <laughs> <laughs> it's all it's all different now though no the late night really does not matter not the, no, not the not same way it did but you know seth meyer's going on there i'm just gonna make my my little snarky jokes i never thought the daily show was anything to write home about well, the Daily Show is fine in the sense that that's what it was supposed to be, and that the twelve thirty slot after this night show is like get out there yeah. and experiment and do strange things. But you know that was part of the problem why they said Conan didn't work at eleven thirty. He just didn't broaden his horizons enough, and mm. people thought he was too weird. Those Middle America <laughs> folk, lame. They wanted their buttered you know, noodles, morons. <laughs> Yeah. So stop having your 
buttered noodle relationships. Yeah, definitely. You're right. Crying is fine. I know some asshole somewhere like, shut up, you're crying too much. Well, I feel like there's too much crying. Well, that's not the person who would listen to the show with any real interest anyway. Yeah. I mean, crying is my default, so it just is what happens. That's fine. It's a normal, normal reaction to things. Yeah. All right. (sighs) Greg, I'm sorry if I overreacted. Yep. I forgive you. Thanks for listening on Shopping. Like and subscribe, rate and review. Hot sauce, hop and pepper, duck, come on topic 50, 50% off. Do it. 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 Do